and welcome back to the Mixed Martial Arts Street Podcast. Today we have our first ever quick hitter. Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, a quick hitter. So I'd like to welcome on Alex Hacker. Um, he's a BJJ brown belt and he's a commentator for a B2 fighting series. So thank you for coming on, Alex. Thank you for having me, Bobby. I am uh, hyped to be on here. I'm thankful that if anybody ever wants to hear me talk, you know, I love to listen to my own voice. So it's great to hear uh, that somebody else might listen to it as well. <laughs> so uh, let's jump straight into the questions. Let's not mess around. It's a quick hitter. So, uh, so some of my fans are, are casuals, Alex. Um, Fair so they, they aren't really familiar with the B2 fighting series. So can you explain for those at home what B2 is? Yeah, man. So B2 is essentially a conglomeration of regional mixed martial arts promotions. It started with, um, you know, our owner and a family member. They essentially just said, we want to get into the mixed martial arts game. They went to the Midwest where everyone knows the best fighters in America are in the Midwest. And they sought out the top five uh, regional promotions and individually one at a time purchased every single one of them. And for a while they were saying, you know, you're going to do it my way, but operate under your same name and brand. For instance, I came from a promotion in Kentucky called hard rock MMA, uh, formerly known as HR MMA as well. And at a certain point in time, we just kind of said, this is not working. We are going to become one name, one brand, and we are going to be the B2 Fighting Series. So the B2 Fighting Series is essentially, if you were in the scene five years ago, you would know Strike Hard from Alabama, Hard Rock MMA from Kentucky, Coliseum Combat from Indiana, et cetera, a couple other promotions as well. And we just lumped together under one name. We said, hey, you know, am I allowed to cuss? I was, you know, I say, uh, hey, I, no worries. No, okay. you're, you're good. Cool. Okay. We said... <laughs> you know, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's just all get under one umbrella. Let's do the same thing here. Let's actually do this shit, make a run at it. And, uh, fast forward to today, we are the busiest promotion. Uh, I believe in the world running 48 events in a single calendar year, the UFC does not even run that, uh, schedule. So, you know, we're trying our best. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Very excited, uh, to, to be attending my first B2 event this weekend. So, uh, let's jump straight into the card. Uh, of course, all of these fights are going to be fantastic, but uh, could we get a rundown on some of the standout fights, in your opinion, for this weekend? Yeah, man. So if you look at uh, Tapology, you'll see that at the very bottom of your card there, again, this is B2 Fighting Series 159 on Tapology. The very bottom of your card is going to be Anthony Bagel Jagel. He's taking on Chris Adams. Anthony the Bagel Jagel is fighting out of Dayton, Ohio. He's fighting out of the Queen City Grappling Club, uh, and he's nuts. He's got solid solid grappling he gets takedowns he holds you down and he's actually you know he hits pretty hard as well he's taken on chris adams who hasn't fought since september of 2021 so he's coming off of a, a long layoff uh but don't let that fool you i'm really looking forward to seeing that one sometimes you know early amateurs you have to throw that zero and one out the door that's going to be a big one um after that i would say probably moving up the card obviously we're going to look at kobe woodall taking on kyle eckard kyle eckard is a Submission grappling specialist. He's fought for our B2 Fighting Series championship uh, fight that he ended up coming short on. So he's coming off of a loss for the first time in his career. Now he, he's taking on Kobe Woodall, who's an Ohio Combat League guy. So we haven't had him in the B2 Fighting Series before, but a, a lot of hype behind Kyle, excuse me, Kobe Woodall and Kyle Eckert. I'm not quite sure which way that one's going to turn out, but that's a fight that I'm just thankful that we get it. 
that's yeah, that's the one that uh, that I'm looking forward to most. We actually had Kobe on uh, this past weekend. Yeah, and uh, he talked a little bit about his fight camp. How is he as a person? Is he cool as hell? Oh, he's awesome. I I, I love him. He's he's uh, he was a great great to talk to. I was personally very nervous to be interviewing him, and uh, he hopped on, and it seemed like he he had the same nerves as well. So uh, that made me feel a little bit better. Right on. Um, yeah, I will say MMA but, um, fighters. Yeah, no, they don't care. That's definitely a, a standout fight in my opinion. You know, obviously the the armbar specialist in Kyle Eckerd mm-hmm. and and Kobe being undefeated, being a, a former OCL, well, I guess current OCL lightweight champion. Um, that's got that's got all the hype in the world behind it. I'm I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, and Kyle Eckerd, as you mentioned, he is kind of an armbar specialist. He's going to come out and mix it up on the feet, but. By and large, he has one game plan, and he doesn't run from it either. He doesn't try to hide that fact. He says, "I, you know, I'll throw some shots on the feet, but I'm trying to shoot in and get a takedown and get on top. And if I don't get that takedown, I'm trying to take your arm home with me." Uh, Kobe looks like a stud. You know, I've seen a couple of his fights. It's it's a very tough matchup for Kyle Eckerd coming off of his first loss in his career. But you're a guy that's approaching a professional career. Kyle's in the twilight of his amateur fight season. So he's going to start making some money soon. So we say this a lot. This is an invaluable fight for Kyle Eckerd to get this experience as an amateur because he's going to be zero and zero, you know, probably at the end of this year again anyways. Of course, of course. So uh, another one that I'm uh, eyeing heavily is uh, the main event that we have slated at featherweight, um, and that's Tobias Taylor and Charles Stanford. Um, obviously, um, Tobias Taylor just fought four weeks ago, yeah. so coming on, coming coming back on pretty short notice. And uh, Stanford is returning to MMA after boxing for the last couple of years, so uh, that one has me pretty excited as well. Yeah, Tobias Taylor, man, he's sitting at four and four. Do not let that fool you. And the same with Charles Stanford, man. These are guys with a ton of skin in the game. Tobias Taylor legitimately has world-class kickboxing. Um, And you'll see that if you come to the fights on Saturday night. He has legitimate world-class kickboxing and striking ability. He's coming off of a victory over Adam Kerr at BT Fighting Series 154, Novi, Michigan. Tobias came in on short notice, took on Adam Kerr, like literally in his backyard almost. Adam is a guy who's... 100% 100% going to the UFC. He's as promising a prospect in the country. Adam was sitting at three and one leading up to that fight. And the thought behind that fight was kind of for care. I want to get this win and then another, and then maybe another, but I want to get like three wins in a row and then I'm going to the UFC. So I don't want to say that he was kind of overlooking Tobias Taylor, but he kind of had his bags packed and Tobias Taylor, you know, that was a split decision, but I really don't think that it was even that close. Tobias Taylor kind of obviously won that fight to me. So he's beating legitimate world-class talent. And on the other side of that, you've got Charles Stanford. His, you know, his, his professional mixed martial arts career, his record is not what he would want it to be. Of course, he had a, a long string of losses where he was taking on, you know, some of the best guys in the regional scene. But again, kind of the same thing. You, you like miss me with that gatekeeper, throw that shit out the window. This is a guy who's four and one in professional boxing since 2020. So I think these guys are going to stand together, go toe to toe, and somebody's going to get knocked the fuck out. Probably. Let's go. That's that. That's what has me very hyped for this main event. You know, two two spectacular strikers, as you said. So yeah, uh, it's somebody that's going to be probably a first round fight, either one way or the other. It's it's not going to go the distance. I promise. All right. The last one I want to bring up is uh, uh, Brogan Endress and uh, Melvin Harris. So uh, those two, that's 
That's one that I actually touted on our uh, our podcast Instagram page a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, when this card was in in its early stages of being developed, um, I'm eyeing that that fight as a really good matchup at welterweight. So, what do you have to say about that one? Yeah, man, Brogan Andres is a judo black belt, and I believe a Brazilian jiu-jitsu purple belt as well. But the judo black belt is what really stands out at you. He's a tall welterweight. This is a guy that really has a good way of coming down on top of guys. You know, he fights with height and length and he's picking his shots from above you. Melvin Harris is a shorter and stockier welterweight. Now he's not, you know, Tank Abbott or, or Matt Hughes or anything. He's not like the shortest guy in the world, but he's not tall. And the reach of Brogan Indres is going to be a lot for anybody to handle. He's so long, but Melvin Harris has really solid wrestling and a very good fundamental, well put together game plan and, and fight package for Melvin Harris. He's not going to come out and, you know, throw spinning back kicks and shit. He's going to throw his one twos. He's going to move his head off center, but sticking to fundamentals is what has gotten him to a five and one record. He gets on top. He stays on top. He's not doing MNRE rolls. He's not rolling over for leg locks, any of that shit. This is a guy who's solid in himself as a fighter. He knows what he's doing and he's not coming to fuck around. So I think that, I hope that that is our coming event of the evening, and whoever comes out on top of that fight will certainly uh, be in contention to fight for the B2 Fighting Series North Welterweight Championship, and you know they absolutely will deserve it. I love it. So uh, to finish this up right here, um, do you want to just tout? So I don't know if you guys are sold out yet, but um, do you want to tout some like tick t- uh, where to where to buy tickets for this weekend? Yeah, man, you can find tickets on our websites at b2fs.com. I don't believe we're sold out yet, but tickets are going fast. It's going to be a good time, man. We all, I mean, we're in Dayton all the time. Um, it's a place that's been very, very good to us, and we're always appreciative. Any chance we get to be up in Dayton, you know, and after the fights, we're, we're going down and, and drinking beers and partying and shit. So, uh, you know, we don't, we don't fuck around. We, we work hard, and then we get out of there and we go drink and we party. So I'll buy a beer on you. I hope that uh, anybody's able to make it. it. It's a great time, man. We, we really love to get after it. These fights are going to be good. I promise. And, you know, let's be honest, not every single fight card is, is going to be great running 48 events a year, but looking at this one, I think we're going to start it off. Well, hopefully Anthony, the bagel Jagel will kick the night off with a bang. And then we'll certainly finish with fireworks with Tobias Taylor and Charles Stanford. What's up, mixed martial arts street fanatics? Are you looking for more content? Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok as well. Visit our website for a list of all of our episodes. And if you like what you hear, smash that five-star review on Spotify. See y'all soon.